0: Hi friends, welcome to season three of Not Your Parents Religion Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Robert Young, and joining me today is co-hosts Jill and Sean. Now, in this new season of the podcast, I will be leading a roundtable discussion series about biblical questions that people have asked us in our travels from city to city. My co-host and I will dispel various myths and fallacies and false narratives about the Bible and the faith. With our 30 plus years of church planting, mentoring other pastors, and 30 plus years of teaching leaders evangelism and discipleship, we will continue to present the true, untainted gospel so that you can make an informed decision about Jesus Christ. And today, our discussion is about what about dreams and visions? Hi, friends, welcome back to the podcast. And today, our discussion is about what about dreams and visions? Now, we're we'll continuing our series that we started before our three week break. And the series is simply called Saving America Begins at Home. We talked about how you can have church basically in your own home, not um, to not go to corporate wor- worship in a church, but do it at your own home. And honestly, church being the supplement, not the other way around. Um, when I was raising children, I raised them. We had a in-home Bible study every day or five days a week at least. At six o'clock, where we would pray and we would discuss the Bible at their level. Um, and church was the supplement for us because I felt like it was my job to teach my children about Jesus Christ. Was I an expert in the scriptures? God, no. But over the, over the years, you know, we learned the Bible. And to this day, all of my children are still Bible believing Christians. So we're going to continue our talk about praying with your family at home, we showed through the scriptures what prayer is and how God wants us to communicate with him. Last week, we actually talked about the many ways in which God speaks to us. We found several examples in the scriptures where God got his message to his people. However, there was a few more examples that didn't get the time that they needed, and they are dreams and visions and even prophecy. So today, let's find these examples in the scriptures and see if they indeed are ways in which God speaks and reveals his will for his people. Now, before we go to our first scripture, anybody remember in the book of Acts chapter – not not Acts, Romans chapter 1, where you're talking about these people who knew God and they didn't like to retain God in their knowledge – Because God had revealed himself to them in so many different ways. That's what pretty much what we're saying here that I don't care who you are, if you've never been to a church, you've never heard the gospel on a street corner or wherever you may hear the gospel, God, we're showing this now that God is trying to talk to everybody, not just his people, to everybody. And Romans said that because they knew God but didn't want to, do what he had to say. God, you know, you, you know what happens after that. They um, became foolish and God allowed them to do crazy stuff and they suffered because of not acknowledging God. But he did try to reveal himself to them in so many different ways. And in that same book, I think it goes on further to say that everybody is without excuse so no one would be able to stand in front of him and say, well, I, I didn't, I didn't know about you. No, he revealed himself through nature. He revealed himself through, through a donkey, as we discussed last week, right? Right. A donkey. So he's trying to reveal who he is to you, even to your own consciousness. So if you think that God has never spoken to you, search your life. Look. Think about some of the things that have happened. A lot of times, and we all say this from time to time, man, I don't know what told me to do this, but I did it, and then I didn't get in an accident. How many people have said that before?
1: I know I have.
0: I don't know what told me. it was. Maybe it was God. Maybe it was one of his angels trying to help you.
1: But... Didn't we also talk about last week how some people say, oh, no, those are just your own
2: natural inner thoughts.
0: Yes, yes. And that's usually what we ascribe it to.
2: And where that, does your inner thoughts come from? Right, right.
0: right. <laughs> Especially yeah. if it's something good that saved your life or something, you know. And we, uh, it was a coincidence that I usually go left, but something told me to go right, and I went right. And then when I look back left, the whole sky had fell in. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, let's go to the book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 6 through 8. And I'm going to have my co-host Jill read that for us.
1: And the Lord said to them, now listen to what I say. If there were prophets amongst you, I, the Lord, would reveal myself in visions. I would speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant Moses. Of all my house, he is the one I trust. I speak to him face to face clearly and not in uh, riddles.
0: Okay, that's good. Because the point we're trying to show here is that even in the Old Testament that God revealed himself through prophets. Kind of like the scripture we read last week from Hebrews, I believe it was, chapter 1, where it says that, in the former days can we go to that real fast yeah. hebrews chapter one because i don't want to misquote it in my paraphrasing hebrews chapter one bear with us listeners we got some bible searchers here god who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets You have the NIV version of that, Jill? Yes. Can you read it for us?
1: Long ago, God spoke many times in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets.
0: Okay, that's good right there. So I'm going to make a point there. Now, we see in the New Testament, is telling us that very thing. Uh, the, The book of Numbers says that Moses, he spoke to God face to face, so there was no need to be speaking through prophets. But, so does that nullify the next verse? Jill, in Hebrews, what does it say?
1: And now, in in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son.
0: Right. Now, we'll see. I don't think that that nullifies us hearing from prophets or from us having dreams and visions. Because we see, and we're going to get to this in a minute, there's many scriptures where in the New Testament, uh, Ananias, Cornelius, and even Peter, who had visions from God, even after Jesus had died rose from the dead and ascended back up so i think it's probably probably to a lesser degree that he speaks to us through dreams and visions but we can see that it still happens right it still happens so those theologians just say well that was just a dispensation of that time well peter and cornelius was in the new testament and they were full of the holy spirit and god spoke to them through visions right yeah so And by the way, in the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, I believe, where it talks about some of the the gifts and talents that God gives to every believer. One of those gifts and talents is prophecy. So if he's given that gift of prophecy for the betterment of the church as a whole, why would that end? Well, you guys may not know it, but that is a big thing among the theologians that some of those miraculous gifts that they talk about in 1 Corinthians 12 that we're going to go over at some point, they say that they're no longer necessary. Well, as long as the church is still in existence, the gifts and the talents are still needed, right? Right. In the book of Ephesians, where it talks about the other offices, you know, the pastor, the prophet, the the apostle. It said that God gave these gifts for the betterment of the church so that we could all profit from it. And until we come to a mature Christians, can we go to that real fast? And I know I'm getting off subject. Which one yet. was that? Ephesians 4 and 11. Ephesians 4, verse 11. And stick with us here. We got something good for you. I think I have it. I got it. And he gave some apostles and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why? Verse 12. For the perfecting, or from the Greek word, perfecting means maturing, the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying or the building up of the body of Christ. Until when? Verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So that we henceforth be no more children tossed to—I think it's pretty plain that he wants these gifts to continue because we still need them. And until we become a perfect, mature Christians, and when is that going to be? Never amen
2: yeah
1: yeah because we're still humans and humans are less than perfect so i said
0: all that to say this that dreams and visions and prophecies and those things are still around and they are still necessary for the edifying of us individually and for the body of christ so now theologians now that we've gotten that out of the way let's move on to our next example of god speaking to someone and that is in the book of job chapter 7 verse 14 also in the book of Jeremiah, let's go to, let's skip Job and go to Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 28. And those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while, we encourage you to pull out a Bible yourself and look these scriptures up. In fact, if you don't have a Bible, it's so easy to get one. Pull up a Bible app. There's thousands of Bible apps out there that you can pull up. Look up scriptures that we're quoting in different translations and see what it says and as we always say pray and ask god to give you wisdom on the interpretation of these scriptures god wants to reveal himself yet it it is a mystery but here's the thing he wants you to come to him so that he can help you to solve the mystery of interpreting the scriptures now some of the scriptures are just point blank that don't need any interpreting just need application So, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse 28, what does it say?
1: Am I a God who is only close to at hand, says the Lord? Uh, No, no, I am far away at the same time. Can anyone hide from me in a secret place?
0: That's Jeremiah 23.
1: Uh, Am I a God who is, yeah, 23. Must be the wrong scripture. Anyway. um, No, No, down further. Down further, (coughs) it's right.
2: 28, from my version, says. That's what I said, 28, 23 and 28. Right. The uh, prophet that hath a dream, let him tell the dream, and let him speak my word, and let with fully faith. Okay. So again, we see an example
0: of God speaking to <clears throat> a prophet to talk to God's people. Now, again, we have to keep that in balance with what Hebrews 1 talks about that yeah God spoke through prophets in the past but he's st- still he's now he's speaking through his son Jesus Christ but we also see in in the book of 1 Corinthians 12 that prophecy is still around so how do we balance that out
2: I think it has to still be around because that's the only way some people will receive it
0: right right And unfortunately, we've seen that in church where that's some people, that's all they want to hear is from the prophet, the person that have the gift of prophecy. And then they won't receive the gift of teaching through the pastor who's there with them all the time, nurturing and caring from them. That's that's another subject for a different time. (laughs) And Paul addressed this issue, too, about individual um, congregants uh, promoting one gift over the other gift. And he addressed that. In fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 are talking about the gifts because that was the very thing that was going on in the book of Corinthians that they, they didn't want to hear, you know, just meat and potatoes messages. They wanted to hear the sensational gifts of, you're going to be blessed with a house, you're going to be blessed with this, that, and the other. And all, both sides are true, but they just wanted the, the desserts and not the the spinach. <laughs>
1: What do you gotta get? Against spinach. I got Popeye? nothing against
0: spinach. I like spinach. In fact, I love I love greens. <laughs> I just like my greens chopped up finely so that I can yeah. eat them properly <laughs> instead of just a big leaf in my mouth. So anyway, Paul addressed those issues with people. So now let's go to some individual examples from the Bible that talk specifically about people receiving actual dreams and or visions from God. And we know our first example up is Abraham, which is found in the book of Genesis chapter 15, where Abraham had a vision. We also see an example of Samuel in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3, where God had a dream and or vision for Samuel. Daniel, the whole book of Daniel is basically (laughs) most of the book of Daniel is a dream or a vision that he got from the Lord. And a lot of it is for the end times, um, things that will be happening in the book of Daniel. So in your leisure, pray first before you tackle the book of Daniel, (laughs) because it is meaty. Just like the book of Revelation, pray fast and whatever you need to do to get prepared before you start reading the book of Revelation is. And remember Even though these things are mysterious and may come across as riddles, God wants to help you to solve those mysteries and riddles. Why? Because it's a revealing of himself. It's not like he just said, oh, they didn't get it. They're going to hell. No, that's not the God that we serve.
1: So like what we read earlier, the, the only person he talked to straight was Moses.
0: Moses. But now he talks to us straight through his son, Jesus. Yes, And most of that, as we talked about last week, is through the written word. And he has backup system after backup. So he has redundant systems that, again, when you stand before him, you will not be able to say that you didn't know because there's so many different ways that he uses to try to get his message to you. That's why the people in the book of Romans, he allowed some bad stuff to happen to them because... He revealed himself so many ways to them, and they still did not like to retain him, the knowledge of him as God. Neither did they honor him or respect him, even though he had showed them through nature, through all kinds of, as the late brother Marshall used to say, Sean. witch ways (laughs) All kinds of witch ways (laughs) So also in the book of Daniel, chapter 7, all the way through chapter 12, Ananias, a guy from the New Testament. Uh, Remember Ananias and what happened to him? No, the vision that he had well let's go there we got time let's go there to uh, Acts chapter 9 the book of Acts chapter 9 now this is um, I believe if I'm not mistaken this is a dream that
2: he was having about Paul he didn't know it was about Paul at the time Out threatens and slaughters against the disciples of the Lord and went unto the high priest keep going there and desired of letters to, Damascus, to the synagogues that said, find the way whether they were men or women might bring out the bounds of Jerusalem. Okay.
0: And somewhere in here, down at verse number 10.
2: Okay.
0: And there was a certain disciple uh-huh. at Damascus. Name Ananias, yep. and to him shall the Lord, and and to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And Ananias says, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. And we know the rest of that story. But the point of this one is to show that God spoke to Ananias concerning Paul. Next one is Cornelius, chapter 10 of Acts, who also had a vision. And then our final one, and certainly not the last one in the scriptures, is in Acts chapter 10, in his actual Peter. Actually, this wasn't about Paul. This was about Peter. Because remember, Peter had had a vision, and I believe that's Acts 10, where he A sheet was let down with all kinds of animals and stuff, and and the Spirit said, get up and eat. And Peter replied, well, some of this stuff is unclean. I don't eat unclean stuff. And God had said to Peter at that time, that that I have clean, thou shalt not call unclean. God was showing him something that the gospel was going to be taken to the people, to people who had originally been thought of by the Jewish people as being unfit, unclean, less than. Uh, By the way, there was a lot of... um. Racism and prejudice in a big piece of the Jewish nation at that time. And that Paul covered that. Peter covered that. Um, that. Remember, Jesus even covered it. The woman at the well. The woman said to Jesus when she came for the water at the well, He said, she said to Jesus, to Jesus, how is it that you're even talking to me? You know that your people don't have any dealings with us, us people. In other words, Jesus said, listen, if you knew who it was that you're talking to, (laughs) homegirl.
2: So they had a lot of
0: racism and prejudice and nationalism in the nation at that time. And the Bible addresses that on a number of occasions. Um, When Jesus asked that woman, the woman came to Jesus, a different story, and said, listen, uh, can my kid be healed? And Jesus said to this woman, is it fit for me to give what is holy unto the dogs? And a woman said, well, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall to the floor. Right. Now, what he was showing was because remember, there was Pharisees and the leaders standing around and the leaders of the religion at that time, the Jewish religion, thought that the Samaritan woman or these other races was unworthy and that they were low down dogs. They, they, they had nationalism. They were racist people. Jesus trying to show them it goes he said,
1: way back, doesn't it?
0: Well, humankind, it's not just a, an That's American right. thing. It's yeah. it's hum- humanity.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's amazing that we all have the capacity, com- the, papas- com- the capaci- capacity, the capacity for great acts of kindness. But we also have the capacity for great evil. Yeah. And we see that all the time, don't we? Yes. We see a fireman running into a building, risking his life to bring people out. But then a few years later, that same fireman,
1: (laughs) our side just fall fall. fall
0: off the wall. We were watching
1: it fall behind you.
0: Uh, Anyway, the same fireman, because you disagree with him about some political matter, will be ready to kill you. It's like, wait a minute. How could you? I don't understand. Humanity, human nature, if you study it and realize what's been going on, we need a redemption. And Jesus is that redemption. So, but at any rate, um, we have shown in the scriptures that, first of all, prophecy and visions and dreams still do exist. God still uses that to communicate and to reveal his self to creation, not just his people, but through creation. Because he, again, he's trying to get our attention in any kind of way possible so that Nobody will be able to stand before him and say, well, I never knew you. Well, you knew me. You just didn't accept me because I revealed myself on who I am to you here, 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 and here. I believe, and this is not scripture. This is just me thinking out loud. I believe, Sean, that there's going to be a giant LCD screen come down, (laughs) maybe like a flat screen. Okay. And it's going to show when you're standing before him, he's going to show you all the times in your life.
1: Is he, it a PowerPoint presentation? It could
0: be a power. I think God would have the best PowerPoint presentation. Can I get an amen? Okay. <laughs> and,
2: and show you all the times that he came and spoke to you and you either didn't receive or wouldn't hear.
0: Right, yes, right, yes. right. Now, imagine the screen size that God will use. <laughs>
2: Imagine an explanation you're going to have to come up with. Well, what, what, what had happened, happened
0: was, what was... <laughs> <laughs> well, you do like Adam did, it was Jill's fault. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It was that woman you gave her. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the scripture... Or the parents or the children will blame the parents.
0: Right, right, right. It was because of how I was. It was nurture versus nature. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, that's it. And, and there will be no excuse. So with all that being said, we see that God is so merciful and so kind that he wants to have a personal one on one relationship with us through his son Jesus Christ, that he has made it so impossible for us not to know him. Why
1: Amen. would
0: some entity, some God, someone that would go to these extremes for you to get to know them? Why? Well, because he's merciful, because he's kind, he's loving, he's all those things that we have been looking for. And some of the things that we've been searching for, we've been trying to get it in temporary ways. Bad relationships that we know are not going to work from the beginning. Drugs, alcohol, loose women, loose men, all kinds of, as, again, as the late Brother Marsha would say, ways," fast cars, uh, houses, all kinds of stuff to try to fill that hole that only, that emptiness in our heart that only God can fill. Would you accept them today? As your savior, he wants to have a personal relationship with you. We've shown in the scriptures again that God wants to have a relationship with you through his son, Jesus Christ. So if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time and you've come to the decision that, you know what? I want to hear. I want to I want this Jesus as my savior. Then I want you to repeat this with me. The same prayer that we pray every week on this podcast. Say it with me now. Father, forgive me of my sins, for I am a sinner. I realize now that you want to have a relationship with me. I realize that Jesus paid the price, the ultimate price, that I couldn't pay so that this relationship with you could be possible. I believe him. I believe in him and I receive him now as my savior, my Lord and my guide. And furthermore. I believe in the Holy Spirit and I receive him now as my savior. I pray that he would feel me. I thank you that he is feeling me in Jesus name. Now, friends, if you said that with a sincere heart, the Bible lets us know that your name has been written in heaven up in a book called the Lamb's book of life. But there's one more thing I need you to do. Two more things. Actually, I need you to do your research, do your due diligence and find a Bible-believing, God-honoring church in your community. Go to that church. Be a part of that church. Now, when you get there, there's going to be some people there that are not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to offend sometimes. They're going to do things that are not right. But that doesn't mean that you're not in the right place. Pray for that church. Pray for those people in that church. And be a blessing in that church. And I don't mean just financially. I mean Speak words of encouragement to each other. Worship the Lord together with other people. Also do this in your home as well. Be the leader in your home to bring the good news of the gospel to your children, to your family. Now, friends, next week, we're going to be on a different subject. Hopefully we have. Do you think we've exhausted how God speaks to us? Are there any more pieces to this? I think we've covered them all. What do you think?
1: I can't think of anything else.
0: Well, if not, we're going to move on to the next subject, which I believe is Bible study, how to correctly and rightly study and interpret the Bible. We've covered this in a different episode, I believe in season two, but we're going to go a little bit more detailed this time. Okay. So until next time, I am your host, Pastor Robert Young from Not Your Parents Religion Podcast, and I'm sitting here with... Sean.
2: Sean. And chill.
0: And until next time, may God bless you.